Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam Potosa, our producer today. Hope you enjoyed Inside the Huddle with the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and uh, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. It is a blast to always do that show. Well, there are still a lot of area high school football teams still involved in the state playoffs, and one of those teams is Union County, and their coach, Andrew Thomas, now joins us. Coach, congratulations on getting this far so uh, this this far to this point. Let's go back to last week, Coach. Somebody didn't see your game. Tell us about it and what went right for you. Well, we we've, we kind of hang our hat on defense, um, and we we played extremely well defensively. Um, I don't I don't know that they crossed the fifty, um, but maybe a couple times, and, and that being later in the game. Um, I mean, pretty much up front, we played really well. Um, kind of eliminated their run game. Uh, back end played well, kept everything in front of us, um, and, and just gave us opportunities uh, offensively. Uh, kind of, we we hit some big runs early in the game to to go up. We were up fourteen nothing at half, and missed some opportunities to make that bigger in the first half. And then we come out in the second half, um, kind of kept kept them down on on their end and forced a couple turnovers and. Um, third quarter just kind of erupted on them and, and kind of finished the deal and, and able to kind of coast there late in the game. But um, they they had some things that kind of concerned us uh, with what they did schematically with their option stuff. But our but our D line and, and especially our linebackers played extremely well, um, played physical and played real discipline and able to just kind of end up dominating the game. You know, coach, I don't care if you're coaching middle school or the NFL. You know, preparation film study, tape study, and you play teams, especially at that level, that do some different things. I would imagine, just from what you said, that the kids prepared well in, in getting ready to play this game. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Um, our kids have, have prepared well, really, um, the, the last month and a half. I, I feel like we've we've done a good job of of getting game prep and, and, and getting the time in on, on film, especially on the defensive side. Um, at the high school level, to me, it's, it's it's more on the defensive side than on the offensive side. I mean, obviously, you got to plan schemes and try and do things, but you're going to kind of do what you do still offensively. Defensively, you know, you might have to adjust some things depending on what they do and, and, and then getting tendencies off of, of formations and, and things is, is that. And our kids have done a good job of, really diving into to film study and, and to me it, it makes you play faster when you you know what to expect and um we've simple some things down for our kids and um i feel like going into this week kind of the same deal uh we, we feel like we got a good game plan and um you know just just film study i feel like we we can we can play fast and, and give ourselves a chance uh i think northview is the team you play next tell me about them um, they're very good on offense. I think they're averaging about 45 points a game. Um, they got a running back that's, that's about 220, if not bigger, and he's athletic. Uh, so kind of a different different type of uh, beast you, you, when you see a kid that size running the football. Um, they, they feature him, um, but they got a quarterback that really, at the end of the day, is kind of an X factor to me for him because 
he makes plays constantly. He's elusive. He can make throws. Um, and he just he just when things do break down, he makes plays. But they're really efficient offensively. Um, so I mean, we we got to be on our A game. But it, it's hard when you when you play an opponent like them that they're five hours away, you know, and. And common opponents, it's just different. And I feel like our schedule is going to prepare us better for this game maybe than theirs has. Um, I think when you look at level of competition um, for what we've had to see this year compared to them is going to be an advantage for us. Uh, but I think the biggest thing for us is how we handle Monday through till 7 o'clock on Friday because we're going to have to travel out there early. You know, we're taking 60 kids um, and staying overnight, and, wow. and how we how we handle that, and how we handle the travel, how mature we are as a team, um, focusing on the game and our assignments and what we got to do. I think if we handle that part, I feel like Friday night um, we'll, we'll be in a pretty good shape to, to give ourselves a chance to win. Um, but they're twelve and zero. They said they they've uh, been blowing people out. So um, for us, it's you know, try to put some adversity on them and see how they, they can handle it because they really haven't had any adversity this year. They've been beating people pretty bad. So, um, they, you know, the, the, that's the challenge for us. Um, and we'll see if we can go, you know, travel five hours and get it done. And I would imagine I'll end with this, Andrew. Uh, I, I, you'll, you'll be bringing more than 60 people in terms of the community of Lake Butler to go watch this game uh, through, right? Uh, absolutely. I think uh, <laughs> they'll be shocked at how many people is going to travel that far. Um, we're, we're taking – I mean, pretty much the town's going to empty. I know it seems like <laughs> the school, we're taking two buses, I think, between our cheerleaders and other um, band cheerleaders and all that, taking another maybe four buses. And we'll, we'll bring a lot of people. Um, our people's going to travel well. This community loves football and uh, just gives us a lot of support. We've had a lot of people reach out as far as donating uh, for the trip and doing things. And it's, this is a, it's a special place in Lake Butler. Well, I wish you a lot of luck, and Coach, I appreciate you talking to us uh, all throughout these weeks here. Best of luck when you travel up there th- or over there. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Andrew Thomas done a great job coaching at Union County High School. Twelve twelve. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Up next, we're going to talk to Buholz coach Mark Whittemore. They, too, are still alive in the state football playoffs. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. Tonight in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will travel to Boston to take on the Bruins. Puck drop is set for 7 o'clock. You can find coverage right here after the Mary Wise Show. In Gator Sports, the women's basketball team will host Prairie View A&M tomorrow at 5.15. And men's basketball will play Florida A&M right after with tip-off at 8. High school basketball continues tonight with girls' hoops matchups between Trenton and Fort White, Oak Hall and Newberry, and Gainesville and Buholes. A new college football playoff ranking will come out tonight. Expect Georgia, Michigan, and TCU to remain in the top four, while Ohio State may drop down after their loss to Michigan. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. When you go to Southeast Cardency here in Gainesville, at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, what do you get? Well, I'll tell you what you don't get. You don't get a new car. They don't have any of them because they've specialized in over 40 years in bringing you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best in late model, low mileage 
vehicles. The Cousins family has run that business for all this time, and since opening their doors over 40 years ago, this is what they provided Gainesville, Alachua County, and surrounding areas. Just take a drive around town. You're going to see a lot of cars like mine with the Southeast Car Agency tag because they've sold a ton of them. You can go online, secars.com, check out the vehicles for yourself there, or test drive them, eyeball them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. They do their best to bring you the widest and largest selection of vehicles so you have as many to choose from to satisfy and get the vehicle that you're looking for. Go see them in person. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Got a question. When's the last time you had their chicken burger? This isn't just a chicken breast slapped between a bun. It's a 100% all-natural Joyce Farms ground chicken patty infused with herbs and spices, then grilled to perfection. Add pickles, onion, tomato, and mayo. Talk about satisfying. Add a great salad and pair it with their new pumpkin spice shake made with real pumpkin puree. You've got yourself one fabulous meal. That's Dick Mondell's open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Gainesville. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We continue our conversation with area high school football coaches whose teams are still in it. That includes Beholtz High School's Mark Whittemore. Uh, Coach, congratulations, and uh, you're still alive. That is certainly good. Uh, Tell me about last week first. Well, uh, you know, big matchup 
a rematch. Uh, if you remember our conversation uh-huh. last week, you know we're dealing with a team that uh, we're very familiar with. They're very familiar with us. Uh, a very methodical, a very, very well coached and schemed operation over there at Bartram. Uh, you know, there's a reason why they were 12 and 0, and uh, we had to. You know, we we had a few things go our way that was, uh, you know, pretty pretty opportune. We got uh, the weather uh, became a factor, and uh, they fumbled the ball three times, and and we were able to, you know, keep possession of it. So that was a three to three to zero margin, which which definitely worked out in our favor. We were able to score two touchdowns off of that. So uh, you know, unlike our uh, kind of our MO has usually been throwing the football for success, but uh, the last few weeks we've been able to ground and pound it a little bit and uh, has produced some, some good good outcomes. Well, I think that says a lot, right? I mean, if, if you you got to, at this point, especially win in advance, but it does show your team can do, if, if you have to, res, I don't want to say resort, if you have to move to the running game a little bit more, you're able to do that. That, I would imagine, spreads confidence among the entire offense, doesn't it? Oh, no doubt. And, you know, at any level, uh, obviously we've got some some receivers that are highly touted. We had one just commit to the University of Alabama yesterday. You know, we've got some speed on the edges. And it just becomes hard as a play caller sometimes to, you know, you want those kids to have success during the game. Uh, you know, and sometimes you're going to you, – I don't know. It's it's an interesting phenomenon. Those are your kids. You know, you want them to catch the ball. Uh, you want to continue to produce points that way. And uh, what I'm so proud of our kids uh, is just their their ability to understand the situation that we needed to run the football to be successful. And they were, you know, willing uh, participants in that. Whereas sometimes, you know, you get some belly aching, but. It was. It was. Uh, it's definitely been a been a team effort. Tell me about your next opponent. Very similar, Steve, um, to Bartram. Uh, Venice uh, obviously is synonymous with good football. They've been playing good football for for several decades now down there south of Tampa, and uh, they are, you know, they're a program that that has had a lot of success in the past. They're they're not you know they're not they're familiar with it they're going to be you know the the opportunity to, to be in the state championship is not something that's foreign to them um, really really well coached they're going to be where they need to you know be where you think they're going to be but they're going to be there with a lot of care and, and a lot of speed tough to trick tough to you know take advantage of anything necessarily so we're going to have to bring our a game and and try to uh, to make sure that we possess the football their offense is really really fast-paced from a schematic you, you kind of touched on what i was going to ask you from a schematic standpoint mark do they do anything i mean is there anything that you have not seen this year from a schematic standpoint well they're able to play really fast really well you know a lot of teams and 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 offensive coordinators want to play fast it's just they don't play fast well uh what makes venice so successful over the last two, couple decades uh, under this current regime there is their ability to, you know, produce points, a lot of points, by playing, you know, extremely fast-paced, you know, fast-break st- 
style offense. And, um, you know, and if you're not prepared for that, if, if you cannot recognize their formations very quickly, you know, they're able to, they're able to outflank you and, and get people open. So, you know, obviously the onus is on us as a coaching staff to make sure that we get our kids prepared to, you know, to recognize and be lined up really fast. I bet you it's fun now, though. It's got to be. I mean, when you oh, yeah. there's only so many teams left, and you're one of them. That's I'm sure you and the kids are really enjoying this. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, the first year, you know, you're practicing over Thanksgiving. You're off the whole week. You can dedicate all your time to just kind of hanging out together and and practicing football and getting ready for a big game. Uh, and then the week after, yeah, that that uh, that kind of recognition that you know what guys we're one of only four teams in our division out of 80 something teams that are still practicing our sport and yeah oh yeah that that definitely is a huge huge incentive uh and and so much fun weather's slightly cooler and uh just gets you in the mood uh game time place all that okay venice high school uh which is about you know an hour south of of, of Tampa, maybe a little less. Um, it's uh, you know hop, skip, and a jump, about two hours and forty-five minutes, and uh, should be a really good tilt at seven thirty on Friday night. Okay, as always, my friend. I wish you luck, and thank you for doing this. Thanks, Steve. Always means a lot. Your coverage and everything. You have a great show. Take care. Appreciate you, Mark. Thank you, Mark Whittemore, Beholtz High School. They are playing Venice State semifinal. You'll also hear. From Cornelius Ingram at Hawthorne, Demetrik Jackson at Columbia, their team's still alive. And you're going to also hear from Dan Mullen today uh, as well as uh, we get his thoughts on some of the conference championship games. And then I want to look, he, you know, it, it sometimes, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, it seems like when a coach leaves that they've been gone for 100 years. I mean, Dan Mullen was just coaching last year, right? So he's coached through the portal. He's coached through that, and this offseason, if, if I could have a metaphor for this offseason, it's going to be any Wild West movie you pick because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be crazy. Florida had another player go in the portal, announced that on Twitter, and believe me, that's not going to be the only one and this school isn't going to be the only one. There's going to be a lot of that. Uh, all right, we'll take calls, 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Mark says, first off, I prefer AR not come back. However, as more time goes by since Friday night's game, would it lead you to believe that AR is struggling to make a decision on the draft? No. I think he's gone, Mark. And I don't have... I didn't talk to him. I, I just think, first of all, I can just hear the emails now. I mean, I could just hear the calls and see the emails now, okay? Whether you believe it or not, you as a fan base are driving them out. You are. And look, that's not to say a fan base can't be critical. It's not to say you don't have the right to say this guy's great and this guy stinks. You do, okay? But players hear that. And look, they got to have thick enough skin to put up with it, and they should, right? But why should he come back? 
He has, in my opinion, and that's all that it is, no reason to if he's going to be a first-round pick. Stevens says the Jets play at the Vikings and at the Bills the next two weeks, barring any injuries. Which of those two do they have the best chance to pull off the slight upset? Vikings. Because they beat Buffalo already, and uh, I don't. it's hard to beat Buffalo twice. So just from that aspect, Stephen, I would think it'd be Minnesota. And Minnesota played a stinker a couple of weeks ago. Last week, came back, played a pretty nice game. All right, uh, we'll take a break. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you, and we'll talk some hoops too. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them, too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local Steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real Steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. They say a good craftsman never blames their tool. And the best, always choose the right one for the job. For the builders and makers of this world, nothing beats knowing you've got what you need to get the project done. Northern Tool is a problem solver's paradise. And with savings of up to 50% off and great new deals dropping every week, we've got the perfect gift for all the solvers on your list. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny today with highs near 80, partly cloudy tonight with lows much milder near 60 degrees. Areas of patchy fog possible again tomorrow morning. Then tomorrow afternoon, another front should skirt through our area. Scattered downpours and a few gusty thunderstorms are possible during the early afternoon through the early evening. Then tomorrow night, clearing out and cooling down lows Thursday in the 50s. For the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. This is Trevor Lawrence. Why is there still this fascination over Urban Meyer? It wasn't just, a, I think, a unique situation that everyone kind of had eyes on and everybody was talking about, especially with how some of the drama unfolded at the end of the season. At least I didn't lead the interview with the question. Yeah, no, I appreciate okay. that. <laughs> appreciate that. Talk about the game. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. You know, if you say there's no difference between the college game and the pro game when it comes to football, let me tell you why there is, okay? The, the more things change, right, that old saying, NFL teams are averaging the most yards per carry ever this year. 4.5 yards per carry. Most rushing yards per game, 121 yards a game on average, NFL teams, the most since 1988. The NFL quarterback is leading rushing yards this season. Justin Fields has 834 yards rushing. And... The fewest receiving yards per game, 238, since 2010. You know why that is? Because of quarterbacks like the one you have at Florida and other places too. Because they're not great throwers. It doesn't mean they stink, right? It just means that the classic quarterback you know, the Bart Starr, the, those, those, those types, right? Now it's the dual threat guys, and, and most of the dual threat guys are not great throwers. Receiving yards per game is down 7% this year compared with 2020. And toting the rock, you know, it wasn't that long ago running backs were devalued in the draft. NFL teams averaging 27 rushing attempts per game, the highest in nine years. And think of this, what I just told you, 27 rushing attempts per game. The 27 rushing attempts per game still is the ninth fewest attempts in NFL history. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. All right, let's, uh, and all four quarterbacks I'm going to give you, here are the names, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. 
all are on pace to have more than 800 yards rushing per game. I'm sorry, to have more than 800 rushing yards, which would be the first in NFL history, to have four guys do that. That's pretty interesting. All right, let's get some calls. You want to talk some hoops today? You can too because already they want, there's some people that want to fire the coach. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Dan Mullen will join us in about 10 minutes. Bradley says, uh, who are the Gators playing a ball game, you think? I have no idea what that means. I'm not sure what that question means, Bradley. Help me. Give me another one. Todd says, between the transfer portal and NIL, I think college football will be doomed. No, it won't. No, it won't. I know a career and money are important, but doesn't this teach kids that self-gratification and money mean more than dedication and commitment to something bigger than oneself? Okay, let me ask this question, Todd. And I get your point about kids, right? But let's take any of us, right? If you were 19 years old, and somebody came up to you and said, you're able to make $500,000. No, I can't do that. I'm only 19. Of course not. You jump at the chance, right? So why is it going to doom the game? If you look at people in the stands, do they care that player X is making what he's making only if they don't perform. Because that, I told you, would come into play. That, okay, here's a guy who's making all this NIL money and he's not performing well, so do you boo him? Do you boo a college athlete because of that? Todd also thinks coaches or players should be able to voluntarily, he doesn't think coaches or players should be able to voluntarily leave in midseason. Uh, can you discuss for a minute how the portal will affect coaching and team cohesion? The team cohesion takes place after the team is put together. What's, what's different about the portal than it is in recruiting, right? You have new faces in recruiting. So you get those new faces, you blend them with the old, and you come up with a team. Well, now you do it through the portal, through recruiting, and you have to do Every year is going to be different. Every year is always different. There's always been graduation. There's always been some transfer, Todd. It's just now more pronounced, and it's more out there it, It's because there's many more that do it. But that's not going to change a great deal, in my opinion. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Bryce, we think the Gators are playing a bowl game. There's really three that I have seen where it's possible. Um, you know, one uh, was the Las Vegas Bowl and playing UCLA. Um, a couple of other ones have been mentioned too, but it's not going to be a you know a major bowl game. And Peyton has a baseball question. My gosh. How important is lefty versus righty bats versus pitchers when it comes to one team deciding which pitchers to use? Again, if I understand the question, Peyton, how many times do you hear, even in the college game, right, okay, there's a right-handed batter up, 
and the lefties out there, and depending on the situation, you bring a righty in. So that is important. It's not the deciding factor, but it is important, and because now you have all those analytics, you know, people know this guy's hitting this much against this pitcher, this guy hits lefties, this guy hits righties. That all factors into it, too. So, yeah, it's really important. Even at the college level, it's important. Daryl says, now that Auburn's hired Freeze, with their track record of hiring and firing coaches, what's the over-under how many years he gets? Depends on how many games he wins, right? I mean, Harson just wasn't a fit. That, that was like oil and water. Hugh Freeze is coached in the league. He gets it. He understands that. So I do think, barring catastrophe, he's going to get a little time. I, I would hope that, um, certainly. My God, nobody wants to talk sports today, except in emails. Okay, I'll just go home early today. Uh, Tom says, something to consider with our words, emotional versus analysis. Criticism is personal, destructive, vague, inexpert, ignorant, and selfish. Critique is impersonal, constructive, specific, expert, informed, and selfless. All right, Tommy, thank you. That's kind of deep for me, Tommy, but thank you. Look, fans, I'm going to say this again. Fans have every right to call, email, whatever on social media. It's a free country. That's there. And coaches understand when they go into this that they're going to be subject to, I mean, look at, look at already with Todd Goldley, seven games into his tenure, this is the worst basketball I've seen, uh, because they lost one game and got blown out. Mark Wise has often said this when he's been here. Over the course of a season, if you have a decent year, there's two or three games that you lose and go, how in the world how in the world did we lose that? It was so bad. There's two or three games when you beat the tar out of somebody that you shouldn't. And then the rest of it's sort of, you know, you get what you get if you have a decent year. That's just kind of the way it is. All right, we got calls now. PG, hello. Hey man. Um so yeah, like you're saying the transfer portal is gonna be pretty hot. I think you're hearing that from a lot of places and I think you're going to see a big turnover at Florida. And I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not saying everybody, but I feel like a lot of fans, maybe because the players are the last one to get their hand in the pot, get the most heat. Because if we look at it, and this isn't an opinion, this is what's happened. Coaches jump ship in the middle of seasons. Uh, you know, Kelly last year had a chance to go to the playoff and went to LSU schools would die to come to the SEC, leave their, you know, biggest rivals behind for some of that $80 million. So how, how are you going to blame the kids? You know, I just – everybody's doing it. So coaches, Matt Rule just got like almost $10 million. I mean, it's almost like a $90 million deal to go to Nebraska. I and mean, it's all about the money, man. It's not – it's nothing new, you know, and that's all I'm saying. Now the kids have got a chance. What I don't get – is the system because we've talked about this, Steve. I, I just, there's no model where the fans, and this is where I'm going back to one of your questions, have to pay for everything. I mean, obviously in the NFL, the fans pay for everything, but, you know, or the NBA, MLB, but 
now we're now as fans and boosters and everybody else, we're expected to do NIL deals and it's just and pay for the ticket prices and watch the TV and it's in a collective, it's a group, right, of all of us. But I just I just don't I've never seen a model in sports or anywhere else. Maybe you can name one where it was just like a sponsorship, you know, where the, where the pay, players aren't paid, but there's a ton of you know revenue, and then you have to sponsor the players as well. Well, the whole dynamic has changed, obviously. But here's the other thing. This is the way it's always been, but to a lesser degree, right? When, when School X wanted to build a new facility, what did they do? They went to the boosters. They had a campaign to get money. Who, who was that campaign from? It was to, for the boosters and fans. What's changed? Well, I think the dollars have definitely well, Yes, changed. yeah, the amount has, yeah, certainly. But and, the and mechanism the, hasn't. Well, and I think the system is is dated because your football, let's say the money-producing sports, basketball and football for the most part, baseball might break even in places like Florida uh, or make a little bit, they're expected to pay for all the other sports, right? So now you're going to ha- I don't know, I just – the whole thing's got to change. So this is just the beginning. Would you would you think that? Would you agree with that? Do you think it's going to look totally different in two years? No. Nope. Really? I don't. Because okay. I, I got to get to Dan Mullen here. The, the, yeah. Here's why I don't. Who who's going to get out in front of this? Who's going to regulate this? The NCAA? Stop. Okay. Congress? Oh please. So who's going to regulate this? So until someone does and does it the right way, PG, you're, this is only going to get worse. Yeah. So it, well, the system's not going to change because nobody's going to oversee it. And frankly, I think people give give lip service to this, but I'm not sure how many people want it to change. i got to run to get Dan Mullen here. Thank you, PG. 1244 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quarteraro. Tampa Bay Lightning take on the hottest team in the NHL tonight in the Boston Bruins. Lightning have turned things around after a lot or after a tough start to the season. Puck drop is set for 7 and you can tune in to coverage right here at 8 o'clock following the Mary Wise Show. Exact Tech Arena will host a Gators Hoops doubleheader tomorrow, starting off with the women's team hosting Prairie View at 5.15. The men will follow that game with an in-state matchup against Florida A&M with tip-off set for round 8. You can tune in to coverage for both contests right here starting at 5.15. High school hoops rolls on this week with a big girls rivalry matchup between Buholz and Gainesville. On the boys' side, P.K. Young and Gainesville will collide tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quateraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Roadiever Boys Ranch in Palatka needs your help, and... They are really very happy to say a lot of you have really helped them out in their time of need. Why? Well, here's how. Because you've given your donated vehicles to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. That is how they subsist. That is how they get along. They take these vehicles you donate, and because they ha- they house at-risk boys at the facility in Palatka, they take these vehicles, they then fix them up and resell them. 
So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible, and they go a long way to helping this really great cause. It's done a whole lot of good. Google Boys Ranch Palaka or go to rbr.org to find out more. Aquito America's new location is now open and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, December 1st from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from chronic joint pain like Heather? So I have terrible arthritis and have had it for quite a while. And I've gone to all kinds of doctors trying to figure out what to do. And everybody just said surgery. And surgery was months of rehab. And I didn't want to do that. But then Heather discovered QC Kinetics, local medical professionals who specialize in natural biologic treatments, non-invasive solutions designed to repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints. And she absolutely loves the results. I like to tell anybody who's suffering that there are options that are not steroids, that are not surgery. You owe it to yourself to find out about QC Kinetics and find out what they can do for you. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Discover QC Kinetics and learn more about natural biologic treatments with lasting results. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mary Wise. And, of course, uh, they're going to be hosting NCAA tournament action this weekend after winning another SEC championship. Joining us now is Dan Mullen. Of course, you see him on ESPN and ABC talking this terrific college football season. Dan, I want to start, first of all, thanks for doing this. I want to start with the portal. I mean, you you coached through this, Dan. How crazy is it because you're looking to add players, but then you also have to worry about your own roster because people are poaching you. That, that That's crazy to me. How is that, and how do you handle it? 
Yeah, I think well, one is it's within in the program of making sure that you have the program set where guys want to stay within your program and they know they're going to be developed. They know they're going to be coached. They know they're going to, you know, be put in a situation to be successful one. And, and that's taking care of your own, own guys. Now, of course, there are guys that are going to look and, you know, and I think the benefit of, of the portal and the thought of the portal was really we, we had some guys um, through the years that were, you know, they, they were in situations where maybe they're going to be in a backup role as a senior later in their career. And they, they have the opportunity to go and maybe start somewhere. And, and majority of the guys actually already had their degree, and they're going to have the opportunity to start instead of being a backup. Or uh, one or two guys maybe need a fresh start. That was really the thought of the portal. And, and I think if you have a program that, that you know, as a, as a coaching staff, that you've built the rapport with your players – you're not as panicked of them just walking out the door on you because, you know, you've kind of built a solid foundation with guys and their development and, and their program and being part of it. If, you know, the younger guys in their career, not the, not the older guys trying to, you know, just with one year left trying to go find something to go do. But you look at the portal in today's world and it's constantly changing. There's some really interesting aspects of the, the transfer portal, right? Which is, I, I think most people that are going to look to build from the portal and, and get guys, you're really looking to stopgap, right? You, you've built a program, you have talented players and you're going to stopgap. Now, but there's other things like Lincoln Riley at USC this year who kind of, maybe he just went all portal. Now, right. obviously it helps when you got the, you know, a quarterback, and not just a quarterback, a quarterback that was in your system that you brought with you from a previous school. You know, I think that's something that is very, very different because I think obviously Caleb Williams, if he had not been with Lincoln at Oklahoma in his second year in the system, I don't know if he would be as ahead of, you know, the game as he is now making the plays, but brought in a bunch of playmaking receivers and kind of really kind of brought in a, a, an all-star team for this year. There, There's that aspect of it, too. And um, I don't know how, you know, everybody jumps up and down about what he did and how you just can do everything through the portal. I think the foundation of that obviously started with he took his players, he took, his, you know, his, a couple of his star players with him from Oklahoma, and they went out and recruited some other guys to go with those star players. So I think that was kind of a unique situation, but it is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different landscape in college football. And I think anybody, you know, I was talking about this five or six years ago that this this was going to be the future of of college football. Once this kind of took place uh, that you had to be prepared for. Dan, when you often hear coaches say, you know, if you make a bowl game, it's important. If you're not going to be in the, you know, if you're not going to be 10 and two or 11 and one, it gives you more practices and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, Florida's in that boat now. But from a coach's perspective, how important is it to make a bowl game? How important are those extra practices? Well, I always thought it depends how you use them. Like every coach is, is very different. And then in today's world, you know, with the transfer portal and with some of that stuff, things can be different. You know, I always thought, um, you know, in my years at Mississippi State, I thought, you know, we, we're, we're going to build, we're going to be a developmental program and build consistent winners. Uh, and I thought the bowl games were critical, and but we used a lot of that time to build for the future. Uh, and I thought that was something uh, that was a- extremely important, um, you know, with development of young players within your program and getting them practice time, getting them experience. And, you know, because a lot of the guys now you're looking, if you, if, especially if you hadn't played a whole lot during the season, 
Um, but next year, you're expected to be a major impact player on the team. This is such a great transition time to get extra practice in, uh, to build the development and develop the guys on the roster, uh, to get them to a higher level and get them ready. It's kind of a jump start into off-season conditioning and a jump start into spring ball for a guy maybe that's been you know you know playing you know more of just a special teams role or more of a scout team player role. Uh, that you expect to become a great player for you, uh, this is a huge jump start for that. Dan Mullen joining us here on Sports Scene, talking college football. Dan, if anybody knows about Anthony Richardson, it's you. You you, you recruited him. You coached him. Uh, there has been criticism here in, in some circles of his play, and then whether or not, if he gets the opportunity to be a first-round draft choice, he goes to the NFL. Should he, in your opinion, if he is going to be a first-round draft choice, should he go? Well, you know, you, you have a big belief, and, and obviously things are different right now. There's always a different deal between being a first-round draft pick and not. Um, I've always been under the belief if you're going to be a first-round draft pick, you should go uh, because it's life-changing, you know, and it's career-changing, and most organizations are going to stick with you and develop you as a first-round draft pick. Um, I think Anthony is, is one of the most talented guys uh, I've been around as a quarterback. I mean, he has he has every tool, everything necessary. So um, I'm sure it's going to be a tough decision for him and his family. Now, the name, image, and likeness changes a lot of that in today's yes. college football world because, um, you know, there's millions of dollars available um, for guys to stay in college right now. You know what I mean? I, he, there's – Star players in college have the opportunity to go make second and third round money, um, you know. Uh, but the, the first round is just something that is very, very different. Uh, you know, I think if Anthony does leave for the NFL, I think he, he'd be great suited to get to an organization that's going to, you know, maybe not look at a guy that we need him to come in and start day one for us possibly, um, but maybe an organization that say, hey, you know, we have a veteran quarterback or a quarterback situation that we need him in year two where we have a year to develop him a little bit more, continue his growth, continue his development. Because, you know, it, it, it's I, when you look at him and you look at his skill set, um, his physical maturity, he's still a young kid age-wise. He, he's, he's still young age-wise. And so you still there. there's great development uh, ahead of him. Uh, and but you know knowing Anthony, knowing his work ethic, and certainly knowing his skill set, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of NFL teams that that are salivating to have a player of that ability, you know, and and all the different things and all the different things he can do, uh, you know, with and you you go watch NFL games, you go look at what Jalen Hurts is doing right now, you know, and you you look and say, okay. How does Anthony compare to him? Now, Jalen's obviously a couple of years in now, a little bit more, you know, grown up, a little bit more mature, but Anthony's bigger, faster, stronger. I don't know stronger because Jalen's pretty strong, but bigger and faster. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, 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 and honestly, you know, on arm talent, more arm talent coming out of college maybe than Jalen had. Um, I would I would guess at that point. And, uh, but Jalen's continued to develop. So I think there's a lot of teams that are going to look and say, hey, there's this guy that is a special, special, special player uh, that you know we we could really develop and make him into something something big time. Last two minutes here. I think the other one. I, I see the other one for him. I think that was huge. That the questions everyone had is, and the one thing he did do this year that I noticed was stay healthy. You know, I mean, he had a lot of injuries early in his career, 
And, you know, and, and, you know, his credit and, you know, the, the Paul Sinestri, the training staff, all those people of work in the development of him, of, of making sure he, he stayed healthy through the entire year. And I think that would bode to NFL teams being more excited about him than a guy that was injury prone early in his career. Okay, Hugh Freeze gets the hire at Auburn, Dan. This league is incredibly incredible. Look, look at South Carolina's turnaround. What do you think of the Freeze hire and now the coaching landscape in this league? Well, I think the one thing that was interesting with that, and I, 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 I know Brian Harson. I think Brian Harson's an excellent, excellent football coach. Uh, but I think, and in, in, you know, the world in, in the college football world outside of the Southeastern Conference, outside of the SEC. There are certain ideas and thoughts, and like, wow, it is, it's a special place. Uh, it is, it just means more, and they realize that it does mean more. So you look at a guy like a Brian Harson that comes into Auburn and is a great football coach, a good hire, but maybe not the right fit. Uh, at Auburn, just you know, with with not a lot of experience in the, not the experience in the league, not been around it, kind of an outsider uh, at that part of things. So I think you know, with Hugh Freeze coming into Auburn, you have somebody of you. You look at what they the, the boxes that that were most important to them to check, which is okay, somebody with league experience that's been around the league, someone that can beat Alabama and beat Nick Saban. Uh, honestly, I would imagine those are the two, the that really point one, point two, and there's nothing else that really mattered in, in the whole search um, in any of it for them, as long as you could check those two boxes. And I think Hugh does that. You know, he has experience. He was successful. He's beaten Nick in Alabama uh, in the league. And, you know, I'm sure there, as John Cohen said, the long, extensive, fully vetted. I know there's background issues with him, but if they feel comfortable, they must feel comfortable with all of that. But, you know, when you look at point one and two, I think that's really what answered the question that he was a fit more than, than Brian Harson, who, Really, never had a chance from day one. I think once he got there, it was it was kind of a a, a weird fit, and it was uh, a, an organization working against him. And I think they'll have more things in place to work everybody in the organization working in the same direction. Do you see any upsets, Dan, in the championship games happening? Uh, you know, I, I I don't. I think the SEC championship game. I think I, I'm looking at the points spread. Right? I think it'll be closer. Maybe I don't know that it'll be a blowout. I think uh, maybe Georgia might pull away at the end. Um, but I think LSU is going to hang in there with them for a while. Uh, the same with the Michigan Purdue game. I think Purdue might hang in there for a while and, and Michigan pull away at the end. Um, I do think how USC is playing right now, and you know they they lost to Utah, so they have a chance to avenge that loss. And you know even though Utah has a great recipe of being a physical team, um, you know being able to run the ball, but they beat them on a two point conversion late in the game on a special night where they're celebrating um, some of their players, former players that have passed away, and it was um, you know it was such a special night. And I think USC is playing at such a, a, a higher level right now. Um, I think they're going to be in good shape. The, the one that's interesting is the TCU-Kansas State game because Kansas State's a good football team. Uh, they, they're good offense. They can play defense, and they have balance on offense running and throwing the football. Uh, and TCU is – but, you know, it's hard to go against TCU this year, but they've found ways to win. Uh, in every way possible and they've you know they've won every close game and that's the one that made you wonder they've already beaten Kansas State once you know does the magic run out and it'll be interesting to see though because I do think in looking at everything this season 
I think TCU should really already be in the playoff. I, you know, on, on how it's set up in the, the current college football playoff, I think I think they should already really be a lock. And it's really the, everybody's battling for the fourth spot right now. That I think Georgia's in. I think Michigan's in. I think TCU should be in unless they get completely blown out or something really strange happens in the game. They should be in, and then it's a, a battle for that fourth spot between USC, Ohio State, and. Uh, probably Alabama, and, but you can always make the, the Tennessee argument with that one, even though the loss, the loss of Tendon Hooker, I do think, changes some things in people's minds. Always great stuff, Dan. Thank you for taking the time to do it. Oh, yeah, great to be with you, Steve. Have a great day. Okay, Dan, thank you. Dan Mullen, uh, former Gator coach, obviously, and now with ESPN ABC, enjoying life as a college football analyst. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us on Sports Scene. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Planning a road trip this fall? Maximize your fuel economy by inflating tires to proper pressure and packing light. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville Inventory Clearance Sale, where you can save hundreds, even thousands, on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season, so save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here, and the 2022s must must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end of season inventory clearance sale. US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest and rates determined by lender with approved credit. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. 
Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this gorgeous Tuesday. Sam Potosa producing the broadcast. Hope you enjoyed uh, Dan Mullen a minute ago. Uh, we've been talking to the area high school football coaches still involved in the uh, state playoffs. That's going to include... Columbia's coach, Demetrik Jackson. Demetrik, congratulations. Uh, I'm sure uh, it, it, very happy in Lake City. Uh, tell me about last week first. What went right for you? Uh, first of all, thanks, Steve, for having us on. Um, our guys just persistently played. Uh, we made some plays late in the game um, that just kind of – we kept our poise probably more than anything. Uh, when things didn't go our way, we didn't get too rattled. Um, when negative things happen, and we just made the plays when we needed to make it um, at the right time, particular um, second play of the overtime, and then defense getting the four stops uh, to seal the win. You know, it's great. I mean, going overtime and, and getting the win. How confident is your team right now? Um, they're, they're pretty confident, especially knowing that we still hadn't played. Um, all three phases, great. Um, you know, offensively, the first round versus Lincoln, I thought we played real well and, and ate up a lot of the clock by running the ball and being physical. Um, then we had a, a game um, two weeks ago out at Scambia where we, you know, did some things special teams-wise that, that broke the game open. And then last year, we, we kind of, last week, we kind of set up some things um, offensively, but more defensively to win that game. Um, so once we get all three phases um, really going, uh, you know, I think it it bodes well for us. Um, our guys are playing with some great confidence, but also realizing um, that we hadn't completely put it all together, and hopefully we're headed in that right direction and, and play it at the right time. Correct me if I'm wrong, Demetrius. I think you have Lake Wales. Tell me about them. Uh, Lake Wales is a um, Great team, um, and they got a, a number of athletes that um, can cause you a whole lot of problems on both sides of the ball. Um, but they're, they're based off off of a defense. They're, they're a defensive-minded team that I think they've given up 60 points all year, um, and I think they've scored over 500-plus points on the year. But they're a team that um very opportunistic. Um, if you throw it up, they got secondary guys can go get it and take it back. Um so we got to be patient. We got to take what they give us. Uh, we got to try to control the line of scrimmage and um, try to slow down that offense because they got some skilled guys that can catch it in space, make you miss, and take it to the house. So very well coached team. Um, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now and being real physical. You know, Demetri, I've asked some of the other coaches today this question. I'll ask you too. I don't care if you're coaching middle school or the NFL. You know, a tape study, you know, understanding what the other team is trying to do, preparation going into a game, especially when you make the playoffs. Has that been good for you? Has, has your group prepared well each week for the different opposition? I think that is the key to our success. Um, the preparation, the mental part of it. Um, sometimes you, you get late in the season or you think you know so much about football that we forget about the fundamental parts. And uh, football, to me, is always going to be blocking and tackling and running with the ball. And so if you 
regardless of what plays you call, regardless of what you're doing defensively, you still got to base everything off of fundamental football, and that comes to blocking and tackling. Um, and if you do those things and if you constantly focus those, we are a product of what we emphasize, and so we stress to our guys to make sure that we are doing a great job of talk, tackling and, and not allowing explosive plays. And we're also practicing uh, trying to create tunnels and taking care of the ball. Uh, when you do those things, that's the fundamental, that's the preparation that we think it takes to win the game. Um, I'm a firm believer that most teams lose games than so much of winning it. And so if you take care of the ball and um, you do the little things, I think you give yourself a great chance to win. Time and place for this game, Coach. Uh, we're playing at uh, Legion Field at Lake Wells. The game will be at 7 o'clock this Friday, December the 2nd. Okay. Uh, we've been talking. I hope we talk one more week, my friend. Thank you for doing this, and good luck to you this weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You got it, Dimitri. Thank you. Uh, good Gator player in his time, too. Columbia County's coach, Dimitri Jackson. They take on Lake Wales uh, and we'll talk to Cornelius Ingram at the uh, bottom of the hour as well. And that'll do it for our uh, interviews for today. But we'll open the phone lines for you now, 392-8255. And you can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, I got some emails here while Coach Mullen was on. So I will read those. Chris says, Heard Shane say yesterday the outcome of our bowl game is inconsequential to the health of the Gator program. I agree with that, the long-term health of it. If so, what should the coaching staff, players, and fans look for as a determinant of success? Well, I mean, look, most fans look at wins and losses, Chris, right? But what if you slop it up and you win, I don't know, 17 to 9 and you turn the ball over four times. Does that mean you've turned the corner? No. Um, I, I just think at this point, you want to, as a fan, you want to look at something and say, hey, we can build on this. But here's the problem. Some of these guys, and it happens every year, but with the portal and what I think is going to happen this year, a lot of people on this team are not going to be on this team next year. So how do you, you know, how do you build? He says, I'd like to not end the season with three straight losses, but that may be easier to accept if young players get more playing time. And he says, thanks for saying our fan base is up in the drive Richardson out. Hope the next quarterback gets some time to grow. Well, unfortunately, you don't. That's just, and again, I think with AR, because he's local, because of the hype train that fans helped create last year. They wanted Emory Jones out of town because they wanted to move Richardson in and, you know, all that, right? Well, th that's been long forgotten. So where do you go? We'll find out. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quarteraro. The Tampa Bay Lightning take on the hottest team in the NHL tonight in the Boston Bruins on the road. The Lightning have turned things around after a rough start to the season and look to continue that. Puck drop is set for 7 and you can tune into coverage right here at 8 o'clock following the Mary Wise Show. 
The O'Connell Center will host a Gators Hoops doubleheader tomorrow, starting off with the women's team hosting Prairie View at 515. The men will follow that game up with an in-state matchup against Florida A&M with tip-off set for around 8 o'clock. You can tune in to coverage for both contests right here starting at 515. High school hoops rolls on tonight, starting with the big girls rivalry matchup between Buholz and Gainesville. On the boys' side, P.K. Young and Gainesville will collide this evening. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. When you are injured in an accident, do you really want to call an attorney's office based on the size of their firm? You should ask yourself this question. Can I afford to get lost in the shuffle at a time when I need individualized attention the most? I'm Jack Fine, Gainesville's accident attorney for over 40 years at Fine Park, Ashen Parla Piano. When you call our office, you will speak to one of our four experienced attorneys at no charge. Fine Fark, Ashen Parla Piano. Local representation, big firm results. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Don't let talk of higher prices and higher interest rates put a damper on your holiday. At International Diamond Center, we've got the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for five whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over five years with zero finance charges. It's our gift to you so you can make the most of this special time this year. How about a $5,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $85 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Or you can take advantage of special discounts on cases of diamond and gold fashion jewelry. 20% instant savings. Or for the ultimate in value, check out owner Keith LeClaire's signature specials. Exquisite jewelry marked down an amazing 40%. Rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful from International Diamond Center. Get instant savings or five years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit. Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain. What that did is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym. And I was inactive, gaining weight. I had to find another alternative. And for Chad, that alternative was QC Kinetics and the non-surgical natural biologic treatments that can give lasting relief to aching hips, shoulders, knees, and backs. Once they explained it, it made sense. Putting what we have inside our body back into us in a certain strategic way to heal up in a natural process was fantastic. QC Kinetics treatments take place right in the office. No downtime, no surgery. And as for the outcome, I'm just back to bouncing around, having fun, doing my work, living pain-free. Don't let chronic joint pain rob you of your quality of life. Discover advanced regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Call now to learn more. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. World Cup, United States, Iran today. Win or go home for the U.S.? Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. 
I'm, 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 I've never been. I'm a, a college guy, college sports guy. But I, like I said, I hear you saying, I've been saying for years that it's okay to boo to, you know, to a college athlete. To me, professional, it's all, it's, it's let loose. Um, but I think sometimes we don't put the human element in this. And this kid, Anthony, with his mother, brother, and family here in Gainesville, and some of the, 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 the things that are being said, how it's being said, the negative part of it. If we hear Coach Mullen, I'm not, I wish I could have heard, uh, I don't know, Coach Spurrier's view of Anthony. I haven't got the chance to hear him, but I hear Shane. Um, but apparently there's somebody in the NFL who thinks he's going to be a, a, you know, a talent they can work with. But just the, the things that what the Gator fans are saying, and it's like, to me, it's like maybe eight, 60, 70% of them are real negative towards this kid. And it's like with me, if I was to call your show, just the human element, every day, a three, three, three times a week and say, Steve, your show is horrible. You're going to say, Daryl, don't call me anymore. I mean, that's the human element of it. He said, hey, if you don't like it, get out of here. So, but Anthony can't say that. <laughs> but uh, Napier's saying he's, you know, his talent that he has and he's being developed. And like Dan Coach Mullen just said, he's being still being developed. And I think sometimes we forget that. We want a finished product. He is not a finished product. So... Once he gets to, I hope and pray that he does, gets to be where he can look back maybe to his notice at, at Gainesville for what Gainesville has said about him. Because, I think, you know, he may get in the NFL and be a, a Jackson or a be right now Jalen Hurts, what they're doing, and, and the kid it up in and, – um, uh, he played at, uh, I think, Oklahoma, uh, the kid there at uh, on the St. Louis, wherever he's at. Kyler, anyway, Kyler Murray, but, yeah. Yeah, Kyler Murray, that's the guy I'm talking about. But I just think, you know, I, I just the, – the, the verbiage, even going to – Baseball game. Sometimes it's kind of rough at some. Not not as bad as what they're doing here with uh, with Anthony. He you got people here saying they don't want him back in Gainesville. That's just a little rough. Okay. And this is not all on. This is not all on him. All right. Let you me look at drop let, passes. Let me let me stop you there. Yes, sir. I, I've never been for booing a college athlete ever. All right. Okay. I I have said though that the lands, landscape could change with NIL. Right. Because. You're making pro money. Now, I've not heard people boo at a college game, and that's why I don't think that really the NIL plays into that because people still aren't doing that. What Anthony's going to have to learn, and I think anybody that's local faces more pressure than, you know, if you get a, if you get a kid from Tampa coming in here. Right. They've watched the kid grow up. They've watched him play. And the unreal expectation last year, and I pointed this out a thousand times, fans wanted Emory Jones out of here because Anthony Richardson in his limited time showed those flashes. He was going to win the Heisman, get Jones the hell out of here. We've got to have this guy in here. Well, now it's turned because it didn't work that way. That's just how it is. Well, now they're crying for Kitna, but put him in the, um, put him in some of these, you know, this limelight. He's had a couple plays here and there. That's completely different than knowing you the starting quarterback and going out here to win a ball game. So it's, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just, to me it's a little rough on this kid, just what he's hearing, a local kid, and just, you know, his parents, got his, you know, his family here. It's just a little rough to me. All right. I keep continuing hearing it. Daryl, thank you. Appreciate your call. Bring Rick in. Hi, Rick. 
Hey, Steve. Uh, previous caller, uh, hey, it just comes with the territory. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's what the portal's about. And speaking of that portal and speaking about NIL, uh, it really is an opportunity for corruption. And let me say it this way. If, if you're on the team and somebody's getting $3.5 million to play quarterback and you're in a position where you can change a few plays during the game and Guido walks up and says, hey, man, here's $100,000, make it look good, do something that we want in our favor, the money, uh, that could change the ball game. And the fact that we do have betting on college sports we didn't have 10 years ago. So I think it's fraught for the opportunity for corruption. Beyond that, uh, you'd mentioned about these four quarterbacks that are runners doing well in the pros. Well, uh, how many of them have Super Bowl rings that they won the Super Bowl? I know Tom Brady, Mahomes, and others, they're passers, Steve. So now, Mahomes is a runner, that. too. Well, but he's a great passer, too. Yeah, yes, I mean, he's, yes. So, so that being said, uh, when, when Mullen even was talking about uh, Richardson, his great arm, this, that, he said athlete. Nobody keeps saying this guy's a great quarterback. They keep saying he's a great athlete. I'm the guy that said put him at running back, and you said no, it'll never happen. I believe that's a possibility, but we did have a quarterback that converted to tight end, and uh, oh, the Atlanta quarterback that came from Florida. You know who I'm saying? I can't think of his name right off, Steve. What's his name? Felipe Franks. Yeah, Franks. So uh, it's it's possible to change position. He's $825,000 a guy. Uh, but as a quarterback, a good quarterback, you know he'd be making big millions a year. So uh, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. All right, Steve. thank you. D, hello. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I wanted to talk about what you guys were talking about yesterday. Uh, I believe Lewis called, and he was talking about patience and development and stuff like that, and you hit the nail right on the head, Steve. If you're patient with a guy too long as a coach, uh, you, you're probably going to end up getting fired because you look you look at what your Jess just did. Uh, you know, Salah had to make a decision. Is it this guy or is it the other 53 guys? And he made a decision to bench Zach Wilson and go with uh and go with Mike White. And let me tell you another thing, Steve. Um, and I'll bet you a, a week's worth of lunches at Dick Mondale's. Um, <laughs> Dabble Sweeney. At the end of this year, at the end of this year, I know we have to say the right things right now because they're still playing. DJU will not be at Clemson next year, or if he is, he will not be the starter because that dude. I don't want to say he cost him the game, but he didn't win him the game, and that Clemson offense just not looked the same uh, since Trevor Lawrence left. And this is a five-star guy that had all the hoopla, all the hype. The guy couldn't even throw for a hundred yards Saturday in a rivalry game against Spencer Rattler in uh, South Carolina. So I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, Billy Napier, where the, he's, expectations are going to be high next year. He's got to produce results. We're not going to stand for another 6-6 six and six season. And if we have to get another – I know Richardson's going pro, so this is probably going to be a moot conversation. But he's got to get a quarterback in here that can do all the things that he wants to do. And most of all, that includes – completing passes, uh, and consistently completing passes. It's going to be interesting to me because if you look at the last guy he had at Louisiana, the lefty, right? Right. You know, he was a runner, and he was a decent thrower, right? But right. Do you, what do you do system-wise? I'll give you an example. If you go get 
Wake Forest guy. If you go get you know, somebody like that who you know can run, but primarily is a thrower, well then you know what do you do with your running backs? And and he's got so that's part of the equation too, right? I think not that the quarterback position isn't the most important position in sports, it is, but I think you have to look at what you're going to get, right? Do you want a guy, are you going to sit back there and throw the ball 50 times? I hope not with ETN and Johnson as running backs, but you do want to get a guy that you can trust at the quarterback position position to make throws when you need to. Right, Steve. I think, I think Napier wants a drop-back passing quarterback because if you look at the guys they're recruiting, uh, Rashada is not a running quarterback. Uh, this, this kid, DJ Lagway, in the 24 class that they're recruiting – it's not a running quarterback. I think he wants a drop-back passer, and I think this year he catered the offense towards uh, Richardson's skill set. So we'll see how it goes, but I, I think he's going, and I think that's going to be uh, – I think it's going to be better uh, for all sides uh, when it comes to the end of it. Be good, Steve. Okay, D, appreciate you. Thank you. Rob and Kenny, i got to have you call back. I've got Cornelius Ingram coming on here, and then we'll have a final segment. We'll take your calls, questions, and comments. 127 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two. No doctor yet. I can't afford it. 
Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny today with highs near 80, partly cloudy tonight with lows much milder near 60 degrees. Areas of patchy fog possible again tomorrow morning. Then tomorrow afternoon, another front should skirt through our area. Scattered downpours and a few gusty thunderstorms are possible during the early afternoon through the early evening. Then tomorrow night, clearing out and cooling down lows Thursday in the 50s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike White should continue to play. Continue to start him, Robert Sala. We've already seen this happen before. We've seen it happen in Washington with Robert Rivera and Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke's out there. Dudes are playing for Taylor Heineke. You can see that. Guys are playing for Mike White. And it, it brings up a bigger discussion because I know when guys are drafted high, there's all this talk around quarterbacks and the word potential, right? I'd much rather have production than potential. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, we talked to the, the last, certainly not the least, of the high school football coaches in the area still involved in the state playoffs. We talked to C.I., Cornelius Ingram, the head coach at Hawthorne. C.I., what a game last week, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hokie was a really good football team, and it came down to the wire. Um, you know, talking with you earlier last week, you know, just stressing, you know, the type of athletes that, that they had. Um them taking a different approach as far as coming up um, the day before the game instead of traveling the day of. Great weather. Um, it was a, it was a great crowd atmosphere. Um, really good football game. Um, and you know, I'm just happy we were able to come out on top. Yeah. What were some of the keys for you in getting the win? Um, I think our defense um, played outstanding. Um, there were a couple times where they put drives together. Uh, but, you know, our defense didn't break. We didn't give up touchdowns uh, when they were in the red zone a couple of times. We actually had a big interception that, that stopped their momentum from, from scoring. And uh, we had a 95-yard drive from our offense um, coming out of the third quarter, and it was huge. I think we ended up going up one touchdown in, so the momentum shift. Um, it was a lot of energy after that. So, uh, defense played great. Offense had key drives when we needed them most, um, and it was a big win for us. I think you've got Bluntstown next. Tell me about them. Mm-hmm. Um, very good team. Very good team. Of course, up in the Panhandle, they they have a lot of success running the football, but they also have um, a four-star receiver with offers from all of the top universities. And you can see him on film. He stands out about 6'2". He can really run. 
jump up, jump over guys and make plays. Um, so, of course, we'll have to know where he is at all time. And then he's also uh, one of their defensive backs. Uh, but they, they run the football well. They play hard-nosed football, play hard-nosed football. So, for us, you know, we got to stick to our keys. Uh, we'll definitely have to tackle um, 10. And they have a mobile quarterback and a good running back as well. Uh, you know, I just stress to my, my team anyway, sometimes when you don't hear about certain teams all year because they're in a different part of the state, um, you know, the kids kind of wonder, like, where does the team come from? And I told them, if, if anybody's playing this part of the year, for right. a reason. yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely for a reason. So um, we're on edge. We're, we're preparing the right way, um, even though the week started. Uh, yesterday for us, we had a really good week, uh, a really good day of practice yesterday. So it, it'll continue today. It'll continue today. Our guys are up for the task, and um, they're also enjoying these these moments because we don't take them lightly. I always, you know, share my experiences here at Hawthorne uh, being a really good athlete. I never won a playoff football game, Steve. I didn't know so, that. Really? Yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, my the makeup of my coaching staff. Are probably seventy-five or eighty percent Hawthorne graduates. So we either played together, or some of these guys played a little before me. Um, and the times were different. And I think the classes were maybe a little harder as far as you know. I think Trinity Christian, all these schools were in our um, class. So you know, we played some heavy hitters. Uh, but you know, so so not only are are the players enjoying and embracing these moments, so as most of my, my coaching staff, because it was very hard to get a playoff win when we came through. So um, it's a special time in Hawthorne. Um, right now we're trying to figure out where, where the game will be played because our facilities, um, we have a lot of old stuff. So, um, you know, there's talks about moving the game to Citizen Field. Of course we want it to be home in Hawthorne, and we know safety um is the most important thing uh and we have we have great fans we have fans who you know it's standing room only so people are standing around the field so we're trying to clear all these things up so we can really embrace our crowd um on on friday night so uh we'll know something shortly here um but of course all of our fans and parents and of course players and, and coaches as well uh we want this to be a home game because that's what the kids work hard for um, during the year to get the home field advantage. But let me let me make clear, uh, CI, that I mean it, it wouldn't be in Blunchtown. It would either be at your place or at Citizens. Is that right? Yes, correct. Uh, either either in Hawthorne or 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 Citizens Field. Um, but hopefully, um, pretty sure um, we can we can get it at Hawthorne. Some stuff we have to take care of to make sure everyone's safe. Um, everyone is in the right place. And I think uh, administration, coaches, every, all of us are working hand-in-hand with the district um, and, and everyone else involved to, to get the game in Hawthorne. Last thing. I was talking to Andrew Thomas earlier, and, mm-hmm. you know, Neil Anderson's a friend. He's from Bluntstown, and he's, up, he's from up there. Uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, Gainesville's a big place. Not that Gainesville's yes. not proud of Buholz, but when you yes. live yes. in a small community – you know, Union Lake Butler gets behind the Tigers. Hawthorne gets behind the Hornets. Yes. That's I think lost sometimes. That how yeah. much these communities invest 
in their teams too. That's a really cool thing, I think. It is. Um, you know, for, for us being in the smaller towns, there's not a, a lot of distractions. So um, when it's football season, everything shuts down. Everyone is at the football games. When girls basketball, of course, boys basketball for years, when we're rolling, this gym is sold out. It's standing room only. And um, it's a lot of pride being from smaller places um, because, you know, sometimes you, you easily get forgotten about for whatever for whatever reason. So there's a lot of pride and a, a lot of people are pulling um, for for that town. And even with, even with you know, making the decision um, as far as where the game is being played, a lot of parents are involved. A lot of people want to know what's going on um, because they just care and, and they know – you know, the kids deserve it. So uh, even if they don't know exactly what's going on, they want to be involved and try to help some kind of way. And I kid you not, Steve, I've never received this many phone calls in my entire <laughs> life um, outside of maybe, you know, having a really good game in, in the national championship game and a lot of, you know, Hawthorne people, a lot of family, friends called and, you know, sent text messages um, but this ranks up there with that because, you know, people just care. You know, they just care. So when you're in a smaller town, it just means a little bit more uh, because most of the time this is all the kids really have. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of pride. No doubt. Wish you luck. Um, I, I'll text you to make sure, you know, where, where yep. the game is. But, yep. again, yep. for those who want to go, it's either going to be at Citizens Field or out at Hawthorne in this state semifinal game. Good luck to you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. You got it, CI. Cornelius Ingram has done a fantastic job in his hometown. Those are, you know, those are really cool things when you grow up there, you go on, you play college, you play in the NFL, you come back home, you resurrect a, a program and in not only one sport, but in two sports. And, uh, He's done a whale of a job, and Hawthorne should be proud of their native son. He's done a great job. All right, the rest of the day, it's us. We'll take your phone calls, 392-8255, and your email, srussell at wruf.com. Patrick says he'd love to hear Cornelius' thoughts on AR. I asked him that, uh, Patrick, last time he was here, uh, and he kind of said, you know, work in progress, but but he has seen improvement. So we'll see if that improvement continues or if, in fact, he will play um, in this one game here uh, left on the schedule. All right, going to get a call here. uh, And then as the week goes on, we'll start focusing in on some of these uh, playoff games. uh, Not playoff games, uh, championship games and Get your thoughts on some of them, too. And, of course, we'll see what the new poll is after tonight. Rob, hello. Steve, we've got a good day to you. Enjoying the show. Yeah, um, tensions are high. When you lose, you're going to get all angles of opinions and everything. But the fact of the matter is this is what basically what we anticipated would, would be Billy's first year. And, you know, the quarterback position is not the issue. It was the defense that could not sustain get off the field. Um, that puts a pressure on the quarterback. You put your offense out there, and um, you're susceptible to making mistakes. I mean, yes, Anthony is an athlete. He's not 
a polished quarterback, and I think at the at the University of Florida, you want a polished quarterback. We've only, only times we've won titles is we've had basically a one great leader with a great will, and then we've had two great quarterbacks, Danny Warfel and Steve Spurrier, and those were quarterbacks. They weren't athletes. Um, Chris Lee was not the best thrower in the world, but he knew how to command an offense. Well, I, I beg your pardon. Chris Leak was a good thrower. Look well, at his, look at his numbers. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Steve. Correct me on that one. You're absolutely right. He was a great quarterback as well. He he knew the offense, very witty, and he, the players rallied around him. Um, you know, these hybrid, you know, you see the shiny object or whatever, that's all good and well. But we need a sustainable quarterback. And, you know, it's funny that at Florida, Mullen made that mistake by putting um, – Felipe in, and it wasn't him that was trash. That was more of the quarterback, and you know he came in and did us some justice. But you know it all boils down to: can you get somebody in here that can make plays as a quarterback, not as an athlete? We've had plenty of those, and we haven't been successful. So we need to stop beating that drum. But to me, Steve, I got a question for you. This to me goes all the way up to the athletic director. I mean, this hire and all the rest of the hires he's had. Three hires here at Florida. That's a, that, that shows instability, and at that at that um at that position here at Florida, and you know we I don't want to end up like Georgia for thirty years struggling, Tennessee struggled for twenty some years. I don't know if they're back. We'll see, but you know we've gone on the law now since two thousand ten, basically twelve years, where we have not been successful at football here at Florida, and it's starting to look like we're going to be mediocre for a while if we can't get well, that but around. I guess define success well I mean to me is is is, is uh you know having at least one title uh you know being a perennial perennial playoff team um being to being able to compete at the end of the year being giving yourself a shot to go to a title giving yourself a shot to go to a playoff game I mean those are all goals at Florida that must be achieved and um we just can't seem to find the right person, the right leader, the right the right coach. And and, and to me, it's I don't know. I think we're, we're we might end up mediocre for years now because it's to me. I didn't want to say that, but all right, well, Rob, look at I, Georgia. All right, look at Georgia. Okay, I, look how they. Rob, I got I got I got to stop you. Okay, appreciate your okay. call. Thank you. One forty four time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Good afternoon, I'm Madison Walker. The Tampa Bay Lightning are on the road tonight to take on the Boston Bruins. This will be a test for the Lightning as the Bruins have the best record in the NHL so far. Join in here at 8 to catch progress of the game. In other news, Gators cornerback Avery Helm has officially announced his entrance into the transfer portal. Staying with football, the new college football playoff rankings will come out tonight after wins from Michigan, Georgia, and TCU. Tomorrow, both the Florida's men's and women's basketball teams will play at home. The women will face Prairie View A&M, and the men will face Florida A&M. That's all for me today. I'm Madison Walker, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, 
that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. When our clients are injured in an accident, it is our goal to lift the burden off of them from the moment they call us. If you call our office, you'll speak to one of our four practicing attorneys. We understand the stress that you and your family are under. We will help you and get the best results in your case. We fight as hard as we can. It becomes personal. It's not just a client, it's a personal relationship. Visit FFPLaw.com for a free consultation. T-Mobile says they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Okito America's new location is now open, and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, December 1st from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America, where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football. The NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. A little music trivia here with this song. It is Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. That featured a guy named Jerry Rafferty, who later on had a big solo album on his own uh, and had several hits off that album. All right, let's get uh, Don with us. Hi, Don. Steve, enjoy your uh, program and uh, comments on TV, brother. Thank you. Very Appreciate good. that. Look, hey, got uh, observed last year between Jones and Richardson. I think the competition was good for them and brought out some strong points on both quarterbacks. My problem with this this year, Richardson had some good games and he had some bad ones. But I don't understand why a coach didn't set him down and let play the next man up. So uh, I don't think coach will be able to make that decision this next year and survive. But uh, time will tell. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I'm going to say this again for the 150th time. Coaches know more than you. 
coaches no more than me. Okay? They will ultimately have success or failure based on whatever decisions they make. Are coaches infallible? No. Do coaches make mistakes? Sure they do. And some coaches have ridden with a guy at quarterback to their detriment. But they are doing the best they think they're going to do for their football team to win. I'm a Jets guy, okay? Zach Wilson, two weeks ago, was absolutely horrendous. And it was <clears throat> there was physical, you could see the physical frustration from the receivers. He had to make a change. He was going to lose the locker room. I do not get any sense that there's a locker room issue involving Anthony Richardson. I get no sense of that. Kenny, hello. Hi, Steve. Great show today. It's, uh, I guess it's the spank Anthony Richardson when, uh, you know, he doesn't deserve that. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Anthony's and a fan of Coach Napier's. Um, I just look back at, you know, at, let's say even the last game or in the game before that. There, we scored enough points to win both of those games. That's exactly and right. Anthony led us to those points. Um, the problem always seems is there's no name we can throw on defense um, like an Anthony Richardson. We can't say, well, so-and-so cost us the game on defense consistently. If they'd have played better, we'd have won. You know, it just it just doesn't come off that way. So we blame it on the offense almost no matter how many points are scored against us. But, you know, nine passes out of what it takes, hey, we got to the points we got to. You know, when you get 35 points, I expect to win. I mean, I've always, in all my days of playing, 35, if you lose, need to tighten up the defense, you know. And when you play both sides of the ball back in high school, that was on you too. <laughs> yeah, you have to I, play a little I, bit better on that side of the ball, you know. So I think part but, of the problem is, I think you make a good point, I think fans have been critical of the defense, but more so of Patrick Toney as the coordinator than player X because the quarterback is always going to get too much praise and too much blame. This is a required monthly test of the emergency alert system. Had this been an actual emergency or dangerous situation, official messages and directions would have followed the alert tones. This test is brought to you by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and your local broadcast station or cable provider. This concludes the required monthly test. All right, Kenny, appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Season's greetings. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, uh, are you familiar with Mike Tillier? I'm pretty sure you are. You ever had him on your show? No. Okay. Well, he's a 
draft guy out of New Orleans. Uh, they think very highly of Napier over there in, in Louisiana. And it's, don't forget, it is a first year regime. Yeah, you're not you're not telling me anything. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, I just wonder if you'd ever had Mike Tia on. No. He just, he, okay. Hey, Steve, I've got a question about Napier slash Strickland. Um, Auburn sounds like they had a two man search: Kiffin and Freeze, two guys that Strickland didn't give a sniff. How much does it increase the heat on Napier and Strickland that Auburn went straight for the uh, the hires that uh, Florida didn't entertain? Zero. You don't think uh, Freeze and Napier are linked at the hip going forward? No. Not at all. Why? Well, I mean, I just uh, Freeze and Kiffin were one phone call away, and I don't think they got an interview. Well, who they? says they're one phone call away? Uh, pretty much the world. No, no, not not my world. No, I, mean, I just thought you don't find it interesting that Auburn went straight to Kiffin and Freeze, and Florida didn't entertain either one of them. No, because look, if, if I want to go to a, a great restaurant, I can go get steak. I can go get seafood. Right. So, what, what's the choice? It, it's the one that I that I think is the best for me and for and for well, what I want. So, well, well, well you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but Kiffin's a proven commodity in this league. Hang in. No, what, what's he done? What's Kiffin done, Mike? Kiffin's not a proven commodity. He's not done anything. What's he won? Tell me what. Tell me what he he just lost four of his last five games. What's he won? At Tennessee, he was a disaster. A disaster. And at Ole Miss, has he elevated them? Certainly. But look at their record this year. Not much better than Florida's. Boxing Jim, hello. Hey, Steve, you said earlier today that I I don't agree with you. You were talking about uh, Anthony Richardson being driven away by the fans. No, I I think what it is is, uh, you know, he's eligible to go to NFL, and uh, he's looking at the the NFL and the, uh, the money. I don't know. He's not looking at the money. He's already making money. He's making tons of money here. Steve, this is my. You said your opinion this is my opinion. I think he's looking at going to the NFL for all the all the reasons someone would go to the NFL. But he's looking at a paycheck. He's looking. He's looking at money. He's looking ahead. It's not the fans driving him away. But you know, I, and and I, I judge uh, Richardson and and Jones and Felipe Franks. I just, I look at them all the same. They're never going to make a good quarterback. So. If he leaves, I'm glad. Now, you had a caller a couple, about two or three callers ago, that I was thinking the same thing you were saying. I, I, I feel terrible that it looks like Florida for the next few years is going to be a, a mediocre team. We're not going to win anything. It's been a long time since we were SEC champs. Or, uh, but, you know, the other teams like uh, Georgia, they're on top. They're going to be there for a long time. Alabama stays there. Ohio State. Michigan, these, these teams are going to get the players. Now, why would a lot of our players, according to you and Shane the other day, said they were going to be uh, transferring? Why would they want to transfer? Why, they, if they're, why wouldn't they stay here? You just said it. You just said it. If a player wants to get a ring, if a player want, right okay. now, in the landscape we're in right now, okay, then you're probably not going to get that here. You might get it going somewhere else. But but some of those schools most likely aren't, aren't going to need any of the recruits we got here. That's so a different. You asked me a question. That's a different story. Yes. That okay. that's a totally different angle to what you're asking. You, yes. What you asked was why would a player leave here? Well, 
if a player is going to get most players transfer because they're not playing. Avery Helm is transferring because he got beat out in his position, and he's transferring. That's why the vast majority of players transfer. Some players, some players like uh, the kid at Tennessee, Teo Teo. Okay, he was playing at Tennessee, but it was a mess there. And where'd he go? He went to Alabama. Well, you got a better chance to win a ring there, don't you? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Here's another thing about numbers. Okay. If I said to you, quarterback X was 13 of 30, 270 yards and a touchdown, would you? How would you grade that? 13 of 30, 270, one touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Right. The other quarterback threw for three touchdowns, but was 9 of 27. Well, that was Jordan Travis versus Anthony Richardson. So Richardson actually threw for more touchdown passes than Travis did. But everybody's raving about the performance of Travis. Why? Because he ran the ball well. Not because he threw it well. He ran it well. So... Again, if Richardson had been able to run the ball, he, was, he ran the ball for 41 yards, that's all. So FSU did a pretty good job of containing him. So if he'd have run for 100 yards and thrown three touchdown passes but was 9 of 27 or 9 of 28, would you judge that the same as Travis? It's all relative, people. It's all relative. And where it's relative, it's okay to do that when you win. Not okay to do it when you lose. That's our show for today. We'll do this again tomorrow. Thanks to Sam for producing it. We thank you for listening to it and participating. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WU251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.